0: Asia-Pacific markets are trading higher this morning on the back of gains on Wall Street overnight. I'm Michelle Martin here with a solo edition of Market View today. Ryan Huang is away this week. Yesterday on the show, we started off in China with a look at why mainland equities are in high demand. Today, we turn our attention to Europe where a cost-of-living crisis, recession fears, and the war in Ukraine might make the continent seem an unlikely haven for investor funds. But it turns out European equities are hot. Why, you ask? Well, first of all, unemployment in the eurozone is at a record low, and factory activity, particularly in Germany, is on the rise. Inflation in Europe seems to be coming under more control as well, with headline estimates ranging at around three and a quarter percent this year. That's a lot better than the US. Europe's economy is expected to perform better this year than the American one as well. As a result, the euro is trading at its highest level against the US dollar since the middle of last year. One euro currently buys $1.08 just a couple of months ago. The euro was worth less than a dollar. Remember that? European stocks are also outperforming U.S. equities. Germany's DAX and France's CAC 40 are both up about 6% since the beginning of the year. If we scroll back a bit further, Germany's benchmark index is up 20% over the past three months. That's a bull market. Analysts at Citigroup think that European equities still offer good value. They're going overweight on European stocks. Goldman Sachs is bullish on Europe too. Among the stocks to watch in Europe is the luxury French brand LVMH. Its CEO Bernard Arnault has supplanted Elon Musk as the world's richest person and LVMH shares are up about 23%. Since mid-October Another European stock to watch Is the German footwear giant Adidas Adidas shares suffered a big sell-off in 2022 But the company is bringing on board A new CEO, Puma's Bjorn Gulden And it's targeting an 8% increase in sales this year We now turn to the United States, where stocks climbed higher overnight in a quiet trade ahead of new inflation data that's due out tomorrow night. The Dow rose half a percent. The S&P 500 finished up 0.7 percent. Tech stocks, they were the best performers, with the Nasdaq rising 1 percent to close at 10,742 Now, one of the biggest points of uncertainty in the markets is just how much will the Federal Reserve raise interest rates at its next meeting in February? A quarter of a percent? Maybe half a percent? Well, Thursday's inflation numbers will be a key data point in that decision. The recent rise in stocks has come as many market participants are beginning to expect that the Fed will choose the lower number and raise rates by just 25 basis points. Watch out, though, if Thursday's consumer price numbers come in hotter than expected. So all eyes on that CPI print. Time now for a game of Up or Down, the solo edition. So I name the company in the news, maybe an item in the news as well, and we all figure out which way it's moving. Is it moving up or down? And you can play along at home. So I'm going to start with the first entry, which goes to the German automaker BMW. Earlier this week, we talked about a cool new car that BMW plans to launch called the iVision D. And this is a car that's going to be able to do the whole salamander thing, you know, change color. Pretty cool, right? And the headlights will have a variety of facial expression. This is like my dream come true, being able to emote while driving. (laughs) and have other uh, drivers realize what you're going through on the roads, thanks to what they're doing as well. So, oh gosh, emotion on the roads. Thanks, BMW. But this revolutionary, mood-changing, mood-reflecting car is still a couple of years out. So perhaps more pertinent to investors is news that BMW doubled its sales of electric vehicles last year. On top of that, there are signs that BMW is overcoming the supply chain issues that have plagued it and other automakers since the beginning of the pandemic. So that is an up in my book. Investors seem to agree BMW shares are up 8% since the start of the year. And if we look at the past three months, BMW shares are actually up 25%. Mm. Next up, the Singapore-listed agri-giant Olam Group. Now, this has interests in cotton, coffee and coca, And those are just the Cs. The Olam Group is planning to spin off one of its biggest units, Olam Agri, in a deal that could take place before the middle of the year. If the transaction goes through, this is expected to raise more than $1 billion. The spin-off, Olam Agri, will be listed in both Singapore and Saudi Arabia. It will be the first dual listing between Singapore and Saudi Arabia. It'll also be the first time that a company from outside the Gulf states lists in Saudi Arabia. So this, how does this look like to you? Is this an up or a down? I would like to see a few more of the financial details before I make a firm call on this one. But so far, investors think that this is good news for the Olam Group. And its shares rose nearly 4% yesterday on a day when the rest of the market was down. Our third Upward Down entry today is Yang Zijang shipbuilding. Now, earlier this week, we talked about how a unit of Yang Jiang shipbuilding is facing a potential wind-up order due to a dispute with an African company. However, that news is not deterring UOBK Hien from declaring a bullish outlook. On the parent company, UOBK-hien is upgrading its recommendation on Yang Zijang Shipbuilding to a buy. Now It thinks that Yang Zijang Shipbuilding could soon double its dividend payouts because the company has a lot of cash on hand. And it also says that it looks like Yang Zijang Shipbuilding could soon finalize a $400 million order. Yang Zijang Shipbuilding shares down 13% since the beginning of the year, but if UOBK-hien is right... Is this a good time to buy in? And that looks like an up for me. Next up, let's look at a sort of a competition between Boeing versus Airbus. So, which of these two rivals do you think is performing better than the other? Well, when it comes to commercial airplane sales, Airbus is definitely in the lead. It delivered 661 planes two clients, Boeing delivered less than 500. Airbus also booked more new orders. However, civil aviation is just one part of Boeing's business. Military sales are an important component as well. And if we look at the company's share prices, Boeing is the one that is outperforming. Airbus shares are up since the start of the year, in fact, by about 3 to 4%. Boeing stock, well, it's done twice as well, with its shares rising 8.5% over the past six trading sessions. I'm Michelle Martin, and you are listening to Market View. Over the past week, I've been looking at local stocks to watch in the year ahead, and that is based on a list that the Business Times has put together. So far, we've talked about Semcorp Marine, UOB, Singapore Airlines, and Mapletree Pan-Asia Commercial Trust, amongst others. And you can check out um, those podcasts for those discussions. We're on Spotify and Audio. Look out for the playlist. Type in Your Money with Michelle Martin for those. So today I'm going to turn to another stock on BT's 2023 watch list, Singapore Post. Now, SingPost's traditional post and parcel business is struggling under the weight of declining volumes, rising costs and worker shortages. The company knows this, though, so it has been diversifying most prominently by buying a stake in the Australian logistics provider FMH, or freight management holdings. As a result, logistics is now SingPost's most profitable business stream. But that success comes at a cost. Singpo's credit rating has deteriorated and the company may be on the hook to buy the rest of FMH. Now, over the past year, SingPost shares have fallen nearly 20 percent, but they have rallied a bit since the start of the year. So is SingPost ready to soar? Stay tuned. Now, one footnote to the story effective last week. On the 1st of January, Singpost raised the cost of posting a letter from 30 cents to 31 cents. This in part due to the increase in GST, of course. Singpost has hiked other postal fees as well. In other local news, Singapore regulators will soon require listed companies to disclose exactly how much their CEOs and directors are earning. Companies will be required to provide a breakdown on total figures and salaries as well. We'll have to wait a bit longer, though, to find out how much Singapore's top CEOs are pulling in. The new rule will only take effect next year. In the meantime, SGX Regco is also putting in place a rule that will limit the tenure of independent directors to no more than nine years. The rule change, designed to help companies inject new skills, new experience, and knowledge into their boards. Hmm. This is Market View. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM.